0: Okay, go ahead. What? Start your rant.
1: No, I'm not going to rant. It's not very unprofessional,
2: Welcome, everyone, to Digital Grocer, Season 5, Episode 1. It is uh, great to be here. I'm your host, Sylvain Perrier. I'm, I'm working from home today. It's uh, I think it's Friday today. And joining me is uh, from his basement again, uh, Mark. Mark Ferris. Mark, how are you?
0: I I am doing well. I'm doing well. It was it was good to be out and aired uh, somewhat, but uh, now I'm I'm in the the confines of of my comfort place. I,
2: sometimes I feel like an old rug. You got to be aired once in a while. That's that's right. for <laughs> for for a good, for a good wash. But listen, we, we had an amazing trip um, recently that we got back from. We went to Chicago. Uh, we drove over Minneapolis, and we came back, and then we met up with uh, David Fisher from Griff Meets Click. Correct. Um, and we had, which was really cool. David took us around uh, Chicago to visit some stores, uh, particularly one of the, uh, one of, actually two of the stores that I really wanted us to visit was the Amazon stores.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep, it was it. It was um. It was an eye opener for because we don't have those stores in Canada,
2: right? So it, it was was, it was
0: the first time I went into uh, went into one. Yeah, and it was
2: what was kind of interesting. Uh, these stores are actually it is very clear that Amazon is using these stores not only to sell groceries but really to fundamentally test some of the new technology they're work, they're working on. You know, one of the locations had the smart card. The other location didn't have the smart card. Uh, you could self scan to come in, and even how they merchandise and how they store their alcohol is different from what we experience here. And so, this episode is really fundamentally about, you know, walking through these two experiences. David commenting on some of the findings. Um, And i'm excited to share this with our listeners because it kind of gives a preview of what it's like from when a researcher walks in and looks at a store different from the eyes of a retailer that may be responsible for operations marketing and merchandising and certainly from our context between we're looking at it from customer experience perspective technology perspective so the video is very interesting
1: We'll do the same thing. It's now $14.29 for a total of 16 If we were at home and we did this, what would we pay? And we have a range of results. The free one for Prime is saying that we can get that for $11 free delivery on Saturday. So here's an example where it actually pays to shop online because we would say 3 and a half dollars 5 yep. So really interesting
2: kind
0: of pricing dynamic there. As I said, it was the first time I'd been in an Amazon Fresh store. But this this store had uh, basically the dash cart, which we've all seen pictures of with the cameras and the weighted element uh, or the, the weight scale in it. So David and I grabbed the, the cart Linked it to his his Amazon Prime account, and we just started going up and down the aisles, putting uh, merchandise uh, in the cart. And in some instances, you'll see uh, some shenanigans uh, in the sense that we tried to fool the cart. It's I have to admit, it's, it's it's really clever, and we tried all sorts of angles to try and hide the product going in, or at least the UPC barcode. So it's got to be picking up something other than just the barcode. It's the it's the size of the packaging itself.
2: Yeah, yeah, and this was the what was interesting of this card is we actually found out at some point during our trip that Amazon is actually going to be discontinuing the use of these cards. And, and I, I find that's interesting that the fact that we know that Instacart has made a massive investment $350 million into paper. These cards are being used at SOVE, being used uh, at Kroger. And Mercatus' roots is actually designing these types of cards. Um, so not, not surprised that Amazon's made the uh, strategic decision to kind of dis- dis- discontinue those cards.
1: Although, strangely, um, it doesn't uh, work 100% of the time as we know some items made it, Oops! some of those bottles made it into our cart without being it picked up right by the actual 59 system. Yeah, so there is some shrink or loss associated with that issue. Uh, In this case, that could be a a, a significant amount. Um, I think when you look at some of the pricing in the store, we looked at things like batteries and we found some interesting things. There's not really a clear pattern, but in the case of their private label, Amazon Basics, we could find uh, a a 20 pack of AAAs where we would save $4.50 buying it in the store versus online and waiting until Saturday to get it, even with free prime delivery. But the national brand actually is more, uh, expensive in the store than online. Yeah. So there's really not a real rhyme or reason there. Part of it you would think would be to reinforce the value of shopping online or uh, in store. And in some cases, I guess with the first party or the, the the private label, they may be taking that price action as a way to reduce their shipping costs by motivating and rewarding those people who buy it in the store as opposed to requiring them to ship. And so I think there's a few things the there. Right? Um, there That's were a few more avenue. people Shopping with the carts, but as we learned from this store, which is the oldest in the Chicago market, that they just kind of finished up a, a promotional wave where they were encouraging people to use Dash the carts, cookies, yeah. and we clearly saw that in in the store. It was probably twice as much usage as we would typically see in other stores. So clearly, that's having some effect. The question is, you know, how sticky that is is something we'll find out over time.
0: Yeah. Some some of what I <laughs> the takeaway that I had was. Very few, and you hit on this before. Very few shoppers, a lot of people, uh, a lot of uh, pickers going up and down the aisles.
1: Very friendly, um, very, very friendly,
0: f- absolutely. Um, modest amount of, of pickup orders from staging, um, and, and
1: yeah. And as I said, unless you're um disappointed because you can't find your preferred brand or your favorite item. Uh, most people would look at the assortment and say it's well assorted uh, even though these stores generally carry under 13,000 SKUs, yeah. which is you know com- considerably lower than the conventional grocers in this market that would have somewhere closer to 30,000. Yeah. So they do a good job uh, with their private label products uh, across the departments. Um, those regional favorites like the Duke mayonnaise we highlighted again really is a unique offering in the Lean market and you know you get a general sense that you can get everything you want there yeah assuming that your favorites uh, uh that you expect to
0: find in the store are there and their are uh, baked goods their are preps uh, section not not busy at all but again it's, it's about 4 4 30 4 pm right but as you you saw at the, the meat counter
1: if we wanted a special cut of meat yeah unfortunately they don't, they don't but offer we that. couldn't do that because yeah. Again, like a Walmart, uh, Amazon Fresh stores currently don't have a saw in the meat department yeah. to do any custom cuts. Yeah. So that's a point of differentiation that conventional grocers need to remember, because after all, that's something that they offer that you can only get from them, because Amazon Fresh has elected or decided that that's not important for their
0: business. Yeah. And from my, from my eyes, a modest produce section. Nothing spectacular, but
1: again, if you look at uh, the the competition, if you say, who are they looking at? In some ways, you can compare it to what Target has done. That's a very modest produce section, maybe not as expansive as Walmart. But again, they're not really going head to head with either one of them. And that's clear when you look at their pricing. They're, in fact, going more uh, after the conventional grocery customers in this market. That would be a Mariano's or a Jewel or a
0: The next store, we went to uh, a a brand new version of Amazon Fresh. Sylvan, you were fortunate enough to to join us this time. What did you notice as soon as we went in the door?
2: This store is, it's a smaller footprint, but expansive in terms of the way they merchandise. Typically walk into a standard vestibule and you grab your cart, you go, this is not the case here. Now we were greeted right away. uh, David took his phone, loaded up his Prime account scanned it and then we were allowed in no smart card at this point uh, and so this is where we found out that this is being discontinued and then we went into the store we were each given for that trip a ten dollar coupon that we could use immediately mm-hmm. so some heavy heavy discounting that's happening at, at this specific location um the one thing that was very interesting is the quality Are there Food prep station. Here's going to be the change.
1: You're going to see a really nice food buffet that is taken from
2: Whole Foods and very little cross shop. Uh, and the pricing is extremely reasonable, so that was amazing. Um, people, the staff were terribly busy. And, and extre- they were extremely friendly, very well-trained. I mean, I'm sure that probably changes in the case where you're dealing in a location where you, know, you have a lot of the traffic. Um, and then the, I don't know if this is because of the liquor laws in Illinois, or just the way Amazon has, has chosen to do it. They have a person dedicated to the alcohol area, so which is, you know, it's limited only to one. So you have to present your ID to get in. And then you go in it's very well merchandise and so on so we're able to kind of uh kind of buy some buy some wine and so on and try some different things
1: well they weren't doing that before so uh, still misnomer mark uh it was a self-contained environment in there it was a little smaller uh it was cold in the store Um, we did have to show the id to go in Although we didn't have to show an ID when we walked out of the store. So right. maybe the reason they do that is to facilitate a, a quicker
2: uh, egress from the store, yeah. uh, which is fine. We tried to cheat the camera system. So if you take an item off the shelf and then you return it to an other uh, area in the store to see if it would discount it. Um, so David will talk about about that in the video.
0: Well, or put, p- putting a product back on the well, shelf. Well, yeah, and we're yeah. going to find
1: out. We have to wait. They said it's going to be between 45 minutes and an hour yep. to get our receipts. We'll find out, but we did intentionally take something off the shelf, put it in our cart, and then lazily put it back somewhere else randomly in the store. What we learned was that if we were to do that, that the system would charge us, which is kind of crazy. In fact, the lady we were talking to did talk about how she did encounter some customers who came back in the store to complain about being charged or something. They put back.
2: My this was my first experience as actually seeing uh, fresh produce and vegetables sold by the each mm-hmm. inside of the store. I mark, have you ever seen that?
0: No, no, no. It was uh, it was a novelty for us for sure. So
2: yeah, so interestingly, um,
1: well, a couple things along the line. The produce now is all fixed weight uh priced or not not fixed weight they're all uh, fixed price so yeah. instead of buying an apple uh on a price per pound basis you're paying a fixed price based on a standardized meters. weight a which you right know, has some variability so that Chicago. that's gonna get uh take some time to get used to because frankly uh, i'm not uh, accustomed to buying apples by the each uh with that type of pricing but the other thing we did see uh, in the prepared food section was that they had made the shift to uh, a price per uh, container as opposed to a price per pound when you were kind of filling up your your hot or cold bar with whatever accoutrements you wanted.
2: Yeah, and the supply, surprisingly, Amazon, the two stores we visited, and this specifically, we didn't see, we saw traditional gaps in the, in the supply chain around paper products, but some of the other items like Fresh and 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 meats and dairy. We did not see any issues around uh, the supply chain, um, and then we went through the checkout process fairly fairly painless in the sense that you know you don't have to go through a traditional mm-hmm. counter. Very much again streamline, You scan your 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 QR code on your app on the way out, and you'll see that in the video. You leave, and then you have the bagging station at the end. Uh, would you see anyone bagging as they were shopping? I suspect you could if you yep. brought in your your own bags, but you would go through certainly an audit process on the way out. Which uh, in, which it, we learned
0: is not foolproof. In the video. It, it's
2: not foolproof, and it also and this is in a store that's not busy, and uh, what was you know in the first store we visited, and I want to call this out for the people. You'll see this. We ended up uh, getting two additional bottles of wine. And on the second store on the way out, we saw someone in t- forget a 12 pack of Diet Coke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and and I got to imagine they're auditing on the way out, they're talking to people. So it's shrinking an issue. Oh, it must be. I don't, I At don't least know. in that instance. It it, I think, yeah, absolutely. And could you imagine if, when the
0: store is really
2: busy, how how are they
0: dealing with shrink? Yep. So here you go, folks. Here's the clip.
2: Another interesting
1: example, of, you know, how shopping in a fresh store could be different from experiential standpoint going forward.
0: Awesome. All right. Cool. Thanks, David. We've got more great episodes on digitalgrocer.com. And we'd love to connect with you on social media at Digital Grocer on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. And at digital underscore grocer on Twitter. Like, subscribe, and click that bell icon so you never miss another Digital Grocer podcast.
1: Oh shit, I didn't record that. You did? I did. You want me to do it again? Yeah. It's my guy! May as well like put on like I'm a tech guy. Flag it.